Hey, this is Greg Coyne with Jerry Weinberg and Associates Sandler Training. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast. Varsity Squad, it is Scott Ferguson, and we are at episode 189 with a really, really good friend of mine who I kind of grew up with there in the mitten in Michigan. We used to see each other at networking events. Um, his name is Greg Coyne. He's someone, again, that I really, really respect. He works with Jerry Weinberg and Associate Sandler Training. Um, he's gonna, we're going to really talk about raising your sales to new levels and stop unpaid consulting. I see a lot of people that are out there giving free advice um, when they really should be getting paid for it. And that's not where everything is and where it should stay, but you really should not be working for free. And Greg is going to show you, if you're a coach, how you can get around that. But if you're looking for coaching, Greg's company is top notch. I've worked with them before. Um, I've never really hired them, but I've worked with them on a kind of a parallel scene. So I just can't wait to bring you this fantastic interview. So make sure you have sit back, relax, break out your notebooks, because here comes our really good friend, Greg Coyne with Jerry Weinberg and Associates Sandler Training. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I am super stoked because I get to interview a good friend of mine, which I kind of consider everybody a friend. Like, I don't really meet a stranger, but this is a gentleman that, you know, if you look above here, it says level up your life. This gentleman will help you level up your life like no other. He's a good friend of mine from the Mitten, which is Michigan. I mean, uh, a lot of people can talk. I can talk smack about Michigan and Greg can talk smack about Michigan, but nobody else can talk it. It's kind of like we treat it kind of like our little brother. And he is with Jerry Weinberg and Associate Sandler Training. And if uh, if anybody's listening here from the Mitten, which I know some of my listeners are, you remember the radio commercials with uh, Jerry, Weinberg, Jerry Weinberg and the man is a legend. And now he has a staff in people of a meet the team that's under him. And Greg is one of those integral uh, pieces that helps Jerry Weinberg and associate Sandler training level up. And as a Sandler training, Greg looks to help companies and individuals raise their sales to new levels, stopping unpaid consulting and assisting his clients to get out of their own way in their search for success. He's an Albion college graduate, Sandler trainer, lover of his wife, awesome wife, Christina. So if you're there listening, Christina, he does love you a lot. And so do I. <laughs> He's a travel and life F, travel and life uh, adventurer because him, even if you look at his website, it'll say that him and Christina are always looking for their next adventure. Um, he's an ethical salesperson. He's a psychologist of business and a risk taker. So Greg, my friend, come on, introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Oh, I love it. Uh, mine is it's usually a tie, but uh, I'm going to go blue today. Blue? Usually my other one is red because I'm a Leo. <laughs> so, yeah. So, as you see, I've got all my blue on. I'm decked out, ready to go. Yeah, you look fantastic. It's in your color wheel. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, so, you got it, man. You know it. What's uh, give us a little bit of your um origin story in the kind of move up through maybe after Albion and kind of what got you into because I know that you were out working for another company, I believe you started with Sandler in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep, okay, you got it. So, what's what give us a little origins on that? Sure, so 
Gosh. Uh, so once I, I left Albion, I always have a running joke about this, that I, I invested my myself and my parents' money uh, to go and bartend and wait tables for a year right out of school. So um, people are like, what? <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to me, that, that kind of cut my teeth in, in customer service and sales and, and how to upsell and, and talk with people on a regular basis and understand what they're looking for in life. Um, and so I moved into the tech world uh, using my connections uh, from Albion. Uh, worked in, in uh, as a system admin for years, but wanted to get into sales. And so I had a friend, again, from Albion. So you, I hope people are hearing these connections on how I used them from school um, to move into the outdoor advertising space or what a lot of people will call billboards. And so I worked on the real estate side for a number of years. And it was a sales job, but not outside sales as we know it. And in what, in 2008, you know, uh, I started talking about moving into that position in January of 2009, right around that, you know, bubble bursting uh, in the economy. Uh, right. I started in that sales position. And what I found was as much as I wanted to be successful and as much as I had been successful in all of my positions prior to that, I knew I needed a coach. And so uh, yeah. Jerry, as you said, always on the radio, heard for years, talked to my wife, Christina, about it. We went and uh, you know, interviewed on both sides. And uh, it was similarly said, the rest is history, because what I did was spend two and a half years there um, as, a, you know, as a client. And uh, in 2012, he started, Jerry, started looking for uh, some people to fill some positions. And I approached him about it and said, hey, Jerry, what about me? And in Jerry Weinberg fashion, he responded with, well, what about you, Coin? And uh, we we talked for probably a good four to six months, and uh, I you know started on the team. It'll be my ninth year uh, this year. Uh, but I I like to say it this way: uh, for some of those who are you know getting older like ourselves, we may remember the Peace Corps commercial, which talked about it's uh, it's the toughest job you'll ever love. And I truly believe that that's what what I do. Uh, business owners do not want to change. They've done it for years and they've done it in a way uh, that I like to say they've been successful in spite of themselves. Sure. They maybe haven't looked at those other options out there. They haven't looked at their really looked at their team. They've just looked at their revenue and haven't really gotten deep with some of their their people. And what they find is that they're actually leaving money on the table. They're they're losing the opportunity to really build a long lasting culture. And typically they've hired consultants before and that's why we go in and we're able to have those tough conversations with them. And I, I love everything I do. Every day is different. Uh, but here's the thing that I tell people, um, even though we're in consulting and we're training, it is a sales job. Sure. Companies don't come to us and, <laughs> and say, hey, here's my money, help me out. It's, it's conversations. And at the end of the day, we're interviewing each other. Right. And sometimes we're not a fit. Sometimes they're not a fit. And then sometimes both sides are. So. So what do you think that makes a great coach then? I like that question. Um, one of them, and I think the biggest thing is to be able to be vulnerable. Uh, I thought about this because I have had this question asked quite a few times and vulnerability is a, is an under, utilize and underlooked at leadership quality. None of us are perfect, right? We're humans and we all have our own biases. I'm like, I, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, you can read any of his stuff. 
Um, I just finished in, uh, I'm a big baseball guy. And as you can see behind me, that's right. Uh, I read uh, Keith Law's latest, which was uh, the inside game, which he uses a lot of baseball analogies and metaphors to explain some of our business biases and psychology biases. So point being is this, if you're not vulnerable, people expect it. People want that. They want to know that you've been there and that you can change. Right. Right. And so we become uh, kind of an example. Now, some people might say, hey, you know what, Greg, I got to be better than, you know, if I'm not better than what they've seen, you know, why should they hire you? Well, I get that. And I would agree with that statement. But the fact is, is that we've got to talk about what's, as you said earlier, getting in their way. And so if we can't comprehend some of those those barriers and blockades, we might struggle as a coach. So I think to me, vulnerability as a leader and as a coach is a huge attribute for success. Love it. And so when you're bringing somebody into the Sandler training, one thing in which I'm not going to go into it a little bit, but Sandler really slows, slow plays people is what I would say in, in, in a very nice way is like, they don't just kind of shove it down your throat. They actually kind of question you. Cause I remember like when you're thinking about coming on board, they'll be like, are you sure about it? Well, I don't want to get into that because I want people to actually consult with you, you know, after this interview, but when you're bringing somebody in, is there kind of a secret sauce that you guys might use to help them find their blind spots? I love it. So, yeah. And I like I like the, the terminology of slow playing it. And right. it is. I, I think one thing that gets missed a lot of times is when companies look to hire us, they're like, oh, they're going to try. This is a test where they're trying to sell me on this. And the fact is, is that both sides are really doing an interview process. Right. Are you the right fit for us? Are you going to be growing with us? Are, do you want that? Or is status quo so strong that you, you don't want to do anything? And so what we do, the first steps, is we do have an interview process. They're interviewing us. We're interviewing them. But if we take that next step, it's uncovering a discovery or having a discovery process. And what I mean by that is we're going to assess the team. We're going to assess the leaders and figure out, all right, what are the strengths that they bring to the table? What are the gaps? I think a lot of times people will come to us and say, all right, throw us in the training and we'll solve all the problems. Well, facts are is that <laughs> most of us, I mean, you know it, you train. It's yeah. it's one of the things I, I talk to people about, especially if we're, if we're lifting or we're exercising, running, whatever. My joke is, you know, I went to the gym yesterday, I haven't worked out in years, and I put up 300 on the bench press. Of course I didn't. I have to work to get there. Get there, right? Yeah. And so, so many people want this instant gratification, and it's not that. We got to discover what, why people are there. If they're the right people, as as Jim Collins like this likes to say, in good to great, do are they on the right seats of the bus? And so we go in figuring out through, you know, the skills that they've got, their staff, the structure and the strategy, what they already currently have, and where are the gaps. And then we get involved with leadership and management before we even put people in the training. So they've got to have that, you know, we kind of call it the onboarding. If if both sides agree, we take the next step of discovery. And then we take that next step of, hey, we really need to figure out the process, the structure, the strategy, so that there's buy-in all the way through an organization. Love it. And so during the discovery process, is there any good question, since you're interviewing each other, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Oh, I love that one. I, I got to tell you, Scott, keep that in your quiver. I don't think I've ever had that asked before. Um, 
you know, and part of it is this. Um, I think the one that I ask the most that I'm, I'm curious about is, and I'll, I'll spin it a little bit. So one of the things that most people don't tell us is if they work with consultants before. And to me, that is an actual thing that I look for in clients because most people haven't. And there's usually this, you know, this push and pull. Mm -hmm. Those that have hired people before outside of their, their organization actually have a longer lasting uh, involvement. We both do. I have a longer lasting involvement with what we do and they do with us. So my thing is, I guess I would love to be asked, hey, have you ever worked with a company that's used consultants before? And that's how I would answer it is, as, as a matter of fact, that's what I look for. So if there's, if there's any question, that might be the one that I, I would love to see them ask more. Love it. And I love it. So if I'm at a networking event, either virtually or here in South Florida, we're actually able to go out and press flush a little bit, masked up, of course, as we're in day <laughs> 9,752 of quarantine. But is there any good, like if I'm shutting my mouth and listening, is how will I know if someone would be a good prospect, contact, connection, or referral for Sandler Training, Jerry Weinberg and Associates? Love it. So one of the things that we listen to is, especially in my world, I, I like to play in four uh, verticals or four avenues. Typically, especially as you said, because I'm in the mitten, we still have a lot of manufacturing clients. Sure. Um, those in the automobile industry, but those beyond that, defense, contracting, that sort of thing. So manufacturing is one. Uh, Technology is another. Uh, insurance is a, is a third business. Uh, I believe Sandler has more in the insurance. We've done more training with insurance and financial planners, I think, than any other uh, training company. Okay. Those four. All right. But I'm, I'm looking for a business owner because that's where the, the change starts to happen. It actually goes from the top down. And so their buy-in helps through uh, the rest of their employees. And then right. I, I listen to certain, uh, you know, you've probably heard this word at nauseum now. Uh, David Sandler talked about it back in the late 60s, early 70s, and that's pain, right? Or the emotional reasons that people buy. So when I'm listening for is are, you know, are they frustrated with their, their current circumstances, right? They've got a great sales team because they typically hired them and they've seen production throughout the years. But now, especially with, with COVID being around and people not being able to press the flesh as much as they used to, they're having to use this, all right? This platform for a lot of salespeople sure. is scary. It's new. It's uncomfortable. And those particular leaders haven't figured out how to take that knowledge and push it to their people, all right? Got That's it. one. But number two and three are typically these. Um, they're concerned about the fact that they have a great business. They don't know the valuation of it. And they haven't figured out their succession plan because they don't have a son or daughter to take it over. Or they've gone that route and they don't think they're the right fit. And then number three, they just don't, you know, they're worried that they just don't see the future and where it's going. All right. And so having those conversations and figuring out, all right. Maybe you're on the right path. Maybe you don't need me. Or maybe it's that there are some certain tweaks that you need over time to be able to make your people better. And the one thing that I found, Scott, is this. Most leaders don't know how to actually coach their people. 
They sure. don't. As, as leaders, they don't know how to coach them up. And it's no fault of their own. By all means, we didn't, you know, we didn't grow up and say, hey, I'm going to be a coach and this is all the things I'm going to push to you. It's how do we have those conversations? How do we have some of those difficult things that are happening and talk about them instead of just, you know, being emotional about them? Got it. So I got a question for you here. I get brought into companies now to to coach. Mm-hmm. And um, let me just see what how your take is on this, is that if a CEO, the owner of the company, a business owner that's frustrated with their circumstances, that really wants to have that legacy, and they, they see in their future and they need to tweak it, and they know that they need help with it, because you said the leaders are not always that great motivators and whatnot. Like when you bring somebody in, I'm sorry, when they bring you in, they always have that second command that is like, what the hell? I think everything's good. You know, how do you diffuse that to get them on board with your program? So I love this because typically those people, they fall into two categories. Um, One, no one's ever brought them into the conversation before. Or two, they think, as you said, everyone is is totally fine. And what the heck is this guy doing right. here? So first of all, they need to be part of that meeting. There's We have a, a rule in Sandler that there is always, 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 I can't say that word enough, a hidden decision maker. So there's an influencer. There's, a, there's someone that has some say in it that typically isn't in that meeting room. And even if that second in command's there, there's probably somebody else that we're missing. So understand that whatever business you own, that when you're meeting with someone in a sales environment, there's going to be a hidden decision maker. The Got second it. thing is this, and, and it's a, it's, it's one of two questions. All right. And they're very short. And so tonality is key. And they're these, why now? And what brought us here today? And part of understanding those two questions and, and what it is, Look at Eddie. I want to understand this guy. There's tons of consultants out there. Sure. All right. I'm not the only one. There's plenty of good ones out there. Both of us like to think, and we are good consultants on this on this podcast this morning. Sure. But there's others, and so I know that they can take a call from me anytime, whether it's via LinkedIn, phone, email, text, you name it. Right. I got plenty of ways to communicate. But the fact is. What was it that we said to one another that even got us to this point? Right. And that's really what I'm after, understanding that. And then, all right, so what are those next steps? What have you tried before? You know, those are things that I want to know because the last thing I want to do is do something that's already been done and potentially fail. Yes, sir. So, Greg, let's get in our DeLorean with Marty McFly, you know, back to the future. (laughs) Let's go back to the 22, 23-year-old Greg Coyne. Okay. Right. Yeah. What kind of knowledge nuggets? That's what we call them here at Time to Shine today. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on Greg to help him level up, shorten his learning curve, and last through maybe just a little bit quicker? So the things I would say, this is a great question, by the way. I might be stealing this one. Uh, (laughs) That is, uh, first of all, uh, one would be to continue to use your network. That network from Albion College, that one that you're building in the professional realm use it and continue to use it and keep in touch with those people and be able to give more. All right. I like to think I give a lot. I I never think you can give enough. And so what can I give more of? 
The other is, you know, I, I say this all the time now looking at the, you know, the 45 year old Greg compared to, you know, the 23 year old Greg. And that is, is self-belief. And I like to think I'm a very self-confident individual today. There were a lot of things that got in my way beforehand uh, that where I just, the self-confidence wasn't there. Now you wouldn't see that on the outside, but internally it was there. And you're like a duck on a pond where it looks all good up on top underneath. They're like this, right? Like bingo. That's a good, that's a great one. It's the, that, and the, you know, the glacier are always the ones that we use, you know, (laughs) and, and that's it. It's, it's understanding, believing in yourself and that you are worthy of success, that you are worthy of, of where you're going and what you want. I think there's a lot of, of unworthiness that still pervades our society. We're not worthy of success. We're not worthy of, of what we have. And we're not worthy of going where we want to go. So I think those two comments are the ones that I would tell Greg, you know, 23-year-old Greg. And I think it would definitely help me you know, even today, because I think I would still be here. I just think I might have, there might be some differences along the way. Sure. And so how do you want your dash remembered? You know, that little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, you know, life and death date. How does Greg want his dash remembered, brother? Yeah, I would say it this way. Gave it everything to everybody all the time. So you gave everything. I gave all of me to everyone all the time. And is, can it be exhausting? Absolutely. But it sure as heck a lot more fun. Yes, it is. Like we say here at Time to Shine today, we give, give, give until it hurts so good. So <laughs> what uh, what keeps Greg up at night? Um, You know, I think probably some of it has to do with the fact of, you know, things I can't control. Sure. Um you know, our, our environment, uh, you know, business professional, some of that stuff. Sure. Um, I'm a, I'm a control freak. Uh, it's part of my personality. Um, you know, where we're headed, uh, what we're trying to do, what my clients are doing. Um, am I doing enough for them? Uh, I think some of those things, you know, keep me up at night. Uh, I have a pretty strict, at least, uh, first half an hour of my day, which is, um, that I do control. I wake up. First thing I do is, is journal. Second thing is, um, I'm off to plank holds and pushups, uh, for a little bit. Those things get me started. Ah. So that I control, but the rest of my, my time, I don't always have control. I block it. I do my best, but you talked about keeping myself up. Some of those things that I don't necessarily have control. of. I feel you. I, I'm the same way. Once I start developing that routine in the morning with my coach, it changed a lot of that. So I go right to bed now, <laughs> so, which I had a hard time before. So what is Greg's definition of a life well-lived? Uh, um, I think part of it is, is this, and it, it might sound funny, uh, but learn to plan more. Now, is, is and I'll explain. Can we plan perfectly? No, there, it's a combination. And I, I tell clients all the time, especially those who, who love to get in the weeds, learn to plan and then execute. So there's, I guess there's really two parts. Sure. There's so many people that, that plan, 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 and then take no action. And then I like to use my saying, sometimes I will jump in the pool and not look to see if there's water in it. So we got to, we got to have a combo. And the one thing I've learned over this time is when you build process into your game and then execute or take action on it, you can go much further. You talked about the travel. 
I've been to, you know, I've been to Machu Picchu. I've been to, you know, Australia. I've been to Brazil and Argentina. Could, you know, hear the things. We love it. Now, I'll let everyone know, my wife and I, we do not have children. So that makes for it to be a little bit easier. But even if we did, sure, we would still take time out for one another. Yeah. And there's a piece of advice that uh, somebody gave me years ago. And there's a woman that I met in college, still stay in touch with. And the one thing that she said was, I'm always looking for, I can find someone who can be a great dad. Right. Okay. And I'm not taking anything away from that, but sure. I want someone who can be a great husband. Love it. And so I look at those relationships and what do they mean? And, and my best friend is my wife. All right. I tell everybody that. And that is where that, those little nuggets come together, but I had to plan it. Sure. I had to plan, plan you know, and hey, execute I'm, that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, hey, everybody, we're back with my really good friend, Greg Coyne from Jerry Weinberg and Associates of Sandler Training. And we're going to move into our leveling up lightning round. And Greg, the way this works is you just give an answer. You got five seconds and Donnie's waiting over here with a bell. Just kidding. But you got five seconds, no explanations. We're not going to explain anything in any of these. So just yeah. give me that answer. Can we agree to that? Done. Awesome. My friend. Let's level up. Greg, what's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Um, I would say, jeez. Uh, um, yeah, this five-second thing is going to be fast. Uh, you know, go with your gut. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Journaling daily, first thing in the morning. So other than your website, and of course, timetoshinetoday.com, my shameless plug. What other website do you go to to level up? I go to uh, Gary V um, quite a bit. I go to uh, Vengresso, which does a great job at, at LinkedIn. Love it. And if I'm in my doldrums, just not feeling it, you're like, Fergie, read this book. What's the book? Just the one I gave you earlier, which was uh, The Inside Game by Keith Law. Love it. What's the most commonly used emoji when you text? <laughs> Winking. Winking, awesome. So if you could be one age physically, and don't lie to me now, physically for the rest of your life and keep the knowledge you have now and continue to absorb knowledge and wisdom, what age would that be physically? I'd say 28. Awesome. I always say 28, 32. Love it. Yeah. So quickly, who is that person of influence that really leveled you up? Um, I would say Jerry Weinberg. Love it. So what's your favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time and or money to? Uh, Albion College. Good for you. Good for you. Last question. You can elaborate just a little bit on this, but what is the best decade in music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, wow. Um, I would say 70s because you get <laughs> uh, you get the rock and roll, uh, <laughs> but it's a merger. It's, it's going in. You got punk. You got yeah. disco. You got rock. You got yeah. everything. Out of the hippies into the like more of the, uh, the classic harder. Like, I love it. I love it. Yep. So, Greg, how can we find you, brother? Hey, sure. Uh, so, best place to find me, you can go uh, uh, just uh, go on LinkedIn. That's usually one great place to find me at, at you know, Greg Coin. You type it in the search, you'll see me right away. Or you can go to uh, jerryweinberg.sandler.com. Uh, We've got all of our information out there. A crash of class, do whatever. Those are probably the two best places to find me. Love it. And we'll, all of those will be in the show notes squad. So Greg, leave us with one, quickly, leave us with one last knowledge nugget you'd like us to take with us, internalize and take action on. I love it. So I would say this, are you comfortable with the status quo? And if you are, 
is that a good thing? That is amazing. Comf comfortable with status quo. And what was the end of that? Sure. And if you are, is that a good thing? Got it. I have, I'm, I got squad. I got notes upon notes. And if you're on watching on YouTube, I got just crazy amounts of notes with my really good friend, Greg Coyne, who is going to ask you if you're successful in spite of yourself, but you know that something's missing, you want to level up. Let me make a warm introduction to my really good friend, Greg, you know, he will tell you that a coach is vulnerable. It's an under, underutilized leadership quality, vulnerability. So a good coach will be vulnerable. You know, when you're going into that interview process with a coach, remember, if you're looking for a coach, it's an interview that goes both ways. Okay. It's a discovery process. It's got to be kind of a slow play. Like we say at time to shine today, inch by inch, it's a cinch by the yard. It's hard. So you're going to slow play to greatness while you level up. You know, if a business owner, if you're frustrated with circumstances, you really want to make a legacy, you don't know if you're not passing it on to somebody, but you still want it to keep going after you're gone and you see a future and you need to tweak it and make it better. Let me make that introduction to Gray for you. And, you know, if you are a coach or you have a business, make sure that all pertinent decision makers are there when you bring the coach in. There's always that hidden decision maker. That's what Greg told us. So we want to make sure that that pertinent hidden decision maker is involved. Okay. So he was going to tell his younger self and he's going to tell you to network. Don't get outworked and don't get all networked and continue to use your network. We say, get your asking gear because a lot of times that network is going to have the answers for you, especially if you stay in touch with them. He's going to have you have self-belief in yourself and he's going to give all of himself to everyone all the time. And he's going to tell you to learn to plan, but not only plan, but execute that plan as well. Okay. And Greg, it was an amazing time. You're one of my good buddies, and it was awesome to bring you on here. I know you level up your health. You level up your wealth. You level up your marriage. Everything is just fantastic. Thank you so much for carving the time to come up and leveling us up, brother. Absolutely. Thank you again, Scott. You bet. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561 249 7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.